Welcome to A Social Disease, a podcast for recapping and relating to Degrassi The Next Class. I'm your host, Jesse Mack. And I'm Carly Jo Gear, also a host. This show is not for kids, as we have frank discussions about sex, drugs, and violence. Listener discretion advised. Welcome back, everybody. Hey. Sorry about the audio last week. Yeah, my bit. I mean, as we said at the beginning of the episode, we were like, we had to start over. And I guess because of the fact that, I don't know, my computer. You had to restart it, yeah. I restarted it, but I didn't do an additional mic check. Mm -hmm. I just like, was like, this should be fine. Right. Yeah, neither of us uh, thought to do that. So here we go. Um, (laughs) We mic check this time, though. We're fine. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, I had mic checked originally yeah. in the podcast, and then my computer fucked up, and so I didn't do an additional mic check, which apparently is what I should have done. <laughs> I swear, though, every time that one of us doesn't do a mic check, the mic's all fucked up. Right. It never happens when I do a mic. I'll do a mic check. I sound fine. Yeah. But if I forget to do one, it's always wrong. I don't understand. I know. I'm looking at my- <laughs> What are the odds? Microphone array, real text. Yeah. I mean, it sounded good, so. Right. Hopes and prayers. If you're listening now and it sounds like shit, my bad. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. (laughs) Yeah, we're not uh, audio professionals, so. (laughs) We're all just doing our best. I'm actually, I took some audio classes in college, but I am terrible at it, so. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't have like a good ear And I clearly don't know how to fix crappy audio, but then every time I like Google it, people are like, yeah, there's not really much you can do. For certain, yeah. But I always spend like 45 minutes trying to figure it out anyways, and I'm always like, oh, wait, I couldn't figure it out last time. Why would I be able to figure it out today? But Well, maybe the Lord will be on your side, but nay. (laughs) So yeah, anything special happened this week? I'm dating a boy. And he's going to come over. Ooh. And he's been over a bunch. Yeah. And we, and I really like him. Nice. So, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> cool. Perfect. You know. I know, it's right? It's been I'm a lonely great. quarantine, so. It's been, it has been. You know, I took some time to work on myself, and apparently, I'm good yeah. now. I'm <laughs> Perfect. I'm fine now. Great. (laughs) Actually, when I was hanging out with my friend Jen the other day, we were talking about how we used to run in the same friend circle and we, you know, we're just quintessential hags and (laughs) we hung out with a bunch of gay men and we go out clubbing and all that. And like inevitably, probably every third time we all hung out, somebody would end the hurrah with screaming and tears and fighting. (laughs) And it was always at the point where I was like, do we even like each other? Like, I don't. I don't understand. Why are we always <laughs> fighting? I was like, I'm pretty chill. Why Why is everyone always so mad? Right. And kind of slowly <laughs> but surely, all of the gay men in our circle have like left Chicago. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, her and I are like, she's buying a condo. I'm buying a house. We're both like like talking to guys and dating guys that are like really, really nice mm-hmm. and amazing. And we're like, were these toxic gay men? <laughs> sabotaging us is that what it is you're hanging out with a bunch of Mileses and tristan i got yeah no, definitely more yeah, tristan. i mean tristan is really there. yes <laughs> yeah like i uh, yeah they just would you know neg me all the time Ugh. and like we'd all laugh about it but i think like when my other healthy friends would be around for it they'd be like it's pretty fucked up what they say to you like yeah you realize that right and i'm like huh what do you mean oh. what are you talking about <laughs> 
Yeah, nobody's got room for negging friends. They're yeah. supposed to lift you up. So Yeah, lift me up. I want you to raise me up so <laughs> I can stand on mountains. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, that's all I'm looking for in a friendship. Right. <laughs> so that I can stand on mountains. But yeah, so her and I were like, wow, we're both doing really great. And maybe it's because we have less toxic people in our lives now. There you go. <laughs> Change the energy, you know? So, because mm-hmm. yeah, my my uh, my ex-roommate, he always had an issue with every single guy that I dated. Not that I've dated, you know, a lot of winners. Yeah. Um, yeah, they did some pretty there some rough shitty ones dudes. In there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but even the ones that weren't that didn't like we didn't make it, but they weren't bad guys. He still would like you know find an issue with them. So mm-hmm. you'd think it just made it hard to date because it was as if like every time I had a guy over, it was like I'm was bringing him home to fucking dad, and <laughs> it wasn't dad. It was you know my gay husband, and <laughs> it was always an issue. And like sometimes it would yeah again like we'd all be hanging out and it'd be fine, then all of a sudden. Like, why are you screaming at my date? Like, what is happening? You know what I mean? But it, every now and again, what happened? Yeah. And so it's just nice and not to worry about that anymore. And who knows? Mm. Maybe, maybe this time. Maybe. <laughs> Listen, yeah, I, I never want to keep their fingers crossed for me, okay? <laughs> I am. I think I it's am. going well. <laughs> Thanks. Why can't I buy a house and find love? Why can't I have it all? You can. You can have it all. Okay. Okay, I just I just spent, you know, the whole hour of therapy earlier today telling her about, you know, like, I'm dating a guy I really like, and I'm buying a house, and, like, now my anxiety is all centered on, well, you're going to get COVID and die, like, mm-hmm. because, like, if everything's going well, yes. somebody has to die, you know what I mean? <laughs> or And maybe it's just hundreds of thousands of Americans and not anyone pertinent to me specifically, yeah. or maybe I just have to die oh god so yeah that that's always the most extreme well for the record pretty sure i don't have covid yeah <laughs> because it's been over 48 hours since i got tested and i haven't received a call or an email and it mm. says pending on the little you know thing where you go check online and right, they right, told right. me like if you're positive, you will probably get a call in 24 hours we like prioritize the positive people to notify them I jumped through a lot of hoops to get this goddamn COVID test. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, because it's not like you thought you had it. You were just being precautious. Yeah, I mean, like, I want to go visit my mom and nephew. I haven't seen them in, like, three, maybe even four months. Like, it's been a long time. Wow. And because they live. Because you would used to go see them, like, what, every two weeks or something like that? Back in the day, it was, like, every two weeks. Lately, it's been, like, every month. Okay. They live like an hour 45 away. Oh, wow, yeah. And like there was definitely a period of time where I really hated driving. And I'm like, I can't, I can't be making this drive right. constantly. But yeah, I mean, over the summer, I visit a lot more. Like I go swim in my mom's pool with her and Keegan, my nephew. So I haven't seen them since like the very beginning. Like she had opened her pool like a week ago and I went and saw them and then I haven't seen them since and she just closed her pool so it's been an entire pool season oh <laughs> and I missed man. but so Damn. I went to get the test because I wanted to visit them and I didn't like if I happened to have it because you never know people are asymptomatic right, right and there's a lot of tourists in this town as I mentioned before true but you've been <laughs> I mean you also have been pretty good at socially distancing, distancing yeah. from people so Right. I like have a very small like couple of friends that I hang out with 
here and there. We wear our masks. We don't really go out like it's to the grocery store, stuff like that, you know. But, you know, you never know. I couldn't be too careful. And let's say I did have it and I brought it there. Like that would be the worst mm-hmm. thing ever. So I wanted to make sure before I go visit them, I'll probably go like earlier next week or something. Right. And so I went and first I went last Friday. I had set up an appointment and it, I've been meaning to do this for at least a month. Yeah. Like, and it's it's like I was terrified to get that thing stuck up in my brain. Mm-hmm. So, um, but also I'm the type of person who like puts things off and puts things off in general, but specifically medical things, I'm like, I don't need to do that. (laughs) So (laughs) I set up an appointment. It was scheduled for Friday. I get there and I don't have an insurance card. They never sent me an insurance card, Mm. but I called insurance before I left. Like, what's my number? I'm going to bring it with me to get this test. Yeah. I show up with a number and they're like, well, we need the card. And I'm like, but I have the number. They wouldn't take me without the card. Not so, even like sometimes apps have like the digital card. I don't think it, like this is Vermont. None of that stuff is that <laughs> advanced. I was like, like really? Because mom, like my insurance, they they let you do things like you like you watch a video about the benefits of exercising, and then they give you points, and you can <laughs> trade in your points for. Fun things like I got a coffee maker nice. or I got like a <laughs> gift card that I use to pay off one month of like, you know, insurance. Mm-hmm. So like <laughs> there's a lot of fun things. I really like my insurance. It's am better. Yeah, mine's not great. but <laughs> New England has bullshit health insurance. I'm not going to really lie. Do. It's a system that pay- it, they really cater to rich people. Mm-hmm. Blue Cross Blue Shields, I'm looking at you. Oh, my God. Yeah. But so I... Got turned away. They were like, well, call the hospital. Like, they'll they'll let you in. Just tell them you're panicked about it, and they'll give you a test. <laughs> <laughs> and so I call the hospital. Hello, 911. Like, <laughs> I need a COVID test now. I'm panicking. <laughs> can you send but an so- ambulance to take me to the hospital so I can get a COVID test? But uh. so I didn't get through until 4.55. And they closed at five. And the woman's like, I don't think you'll get anybody on the phone, but here I'll forward you. Didn't get anybody on the phone. So then I had to find another source. We did like the drive, you know, the drive up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. State run thing. And so I scheduled an appointment for the first. And oh boy. And every time I've had to psych myself up, like I'm getting this thing shoved up my nose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I show up on Monday. Thinking it was the first. I go to the area like, what's going on? I go in the building and I see the security guard. I'm like, uh, where's the COVID testing? He's like, there's no COVID testing here. I'm like, I I scheduled an appointment. He's like, no, that's tomorrow. (laughs) It's out in the parking lot. (laughs) They only do it on like Tuesdays and Thursdays or something like that? Like, or They do it like one day a week. Oh. And it's like free and everything. Okay. So (laughs) I'm like, shit, all right, I got psyched up twice in a row. Have to go home and come back tomorrow. (laughs) Your life is a series of like, it's literally a roller coaster where you're like, oh boy, here it goes. Here it goes. I'm gonna do it. And then you just like plateau for a while. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're like, I don't understand. Why didn't we go straight down? (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
Exactly. Yeah. That's a perfect description of my life. Um, <laughs> but so, yeah, I come back on the first, I get tested, I drive up and I'm like, what do you, there's no signs anywhere. I was like, do I drive up to them? What do I, and so I yell out the window, what do I do? <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's like, what, what do I do? And they're like, you you park and walk up. I'm like, oh, okay. Then I get out of the car and there's no signs. So I'm like, uh, which which end do I go in? He's like, this one. Help. Oh, Help geez. me. <laughs> so I go in. It's all fine. I get the thing shoved up my nose. It sucked, but it wasn't like the end of the world. It was fine. Oh. Although my nose hurt the rest of the day. Um, mm-hmm. Like not badly, but it was just like a little tiny bit sore and like distracting. But I got it. It's been two days. Haven't got any results. So generally that's a good sign. No news they is good news. Would have told me by by now. So that means I can go visit my mom. So right. that's my major, major weak thing. I, I friggin' yeah, it was like so bad. I'm like, I God doesn't want me to get tested. No. Like he's thwarting me every step of the way. So. And God took me by the hand and said, no, my child, you shall not be tested for COVID-19. <laughs> Meanwhile, Johnny's like, you don't even have it. Like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, you like, wouldn't yeah, have it. You couldn't be asymptomatic, but like you have been taking it seriously. You've been mostly at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I'm like in dating this guy who's been like working from home entire quarantine. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, hey, man. You're you gotta assume the risks because yeah. I, it's not that I'm not being careful, but like I have to babysit for people and I'm going to the grocery store for people, so like I'm just I'm out here more mm-hmm. than he is. So I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And he he was very sweet. He said, "Well, if we both get sick, you'll just come stay at my place and we'll just quarantine together." Ooh, I, like, <laughs> I know. I was like, okay, you know, you life work happens from home. fast in COVID times. <laughs> It does. I know. I know. This is the thing is that so we went camping this past weekend with some friends. Yeah. And they were like, because they were like, yeah, you should bring him. And I was like, all right. So he came along and, you know, Marianne in true Marianne fashion, I think was like, so like, are you guys boyfriend and girlfriend? And he exclusive. And I was like, whoa, we haven't had this conversation yet. <laughs> and I was pretty much like, I mean, we're COVID exclusive because it's not safe to like be out here dating multiple people. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, yeah, that's it. But then he also revealed that he had already deleted Tinder. And I was like, I haven't deleted Tinder. And then it was all like, why haven't you deleted Tinder, Carly? I'm like, I don't know. I didn't know I was supposed to. I didn't know he deleted it. So, When did you first go on a date? Mm, Well, we first started talking the beginning of August. Okay. So it hasn't been super long, Mm -hmm. which is why we're not like, we are, yes, we are exclusive in that we're not, we're not seeing anybody else. Right. But like, we have not established boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm yet but it feels like it's going in that direction sounds good to me all of our 20 listeners (laughs) keep your fingers crossed because this one seems like a winner well yeah uh do you want to get into the episode i guess so right what are we talking about this week well let me get this ipad open (laughs) we are talking about season four episode three hashtag i look like a Mm. i don't know what (laughs) they look like something i'm trying to remember what what would that even be in the episode? In reference to? Yeah. I look like a penis. <laughs> I don't... I mean, I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> uh, I look like a writer. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> I look like a not diverse person. <laughs> All right. Goldie and Winston are performing the most over-the-top prom theme proposal ever. <laughs> Goldie is crouching behind a castle cutout as Winston, in full Prince Charming attire on the other side, asks if she's ready for this. Goldie says she was born ready and he yeah. better try to keep up. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's definitely flirty. It's oh, yeah. 1,000% flirty. Zoe declares that they too are ready, and it is revealed that there are several student council members all in the room watching Goldie and Winston ready themselves to perform something that could have been an email. <laughs> they really had to sell it. I know. I was like, I don't really know why this was necessary, but okay. <laughs> Winston addresses the lords and ladies in the room as a smoke machine bellows. It was a leftover smoke bomb from I Am Hope. That's, That's what I think. Oh, though, that would make sense. <laughs> that would make sense, actually. She did say smoke bomb later, didn't she? Yeah. Or maybe Winston's just a smoke show. Hey. <laughs> yep. Choke on your beverage, Jesse. That was a good joke. <laughs> Goldie comes from behind the castle, also dressed as some sort of princess, and assures the group that this enchanted evening will be the perfect button to their time at Degrassi. Everyone claps for this unnecessary proposal that could have been an email. <laughs> Did I already say that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just said could have been an email twice. Yeah. Good joke, Carly. That is why you said it twice. I hope <laughs> I say it a third time to keep it the rule of comedy. <laughs> Zoe loves it, but she better see that student-created budget. Winston tells Goldilocks that she deserves all the credit on this brilliant idea as Goldie admits to Chewie that she never would have come up with the wildly unnecessary smoke bomb. <laughs> Zoe's in the background like, ooh. Yes. Oh, I'm, yes. No, no. She is like, I, I wrote smizing, which my computer <laughs> or my iPad when I was typing was like, that's not a word. And I was like, mm. I swear it's a word. But then I realized it's a Tyra Banks made up word. It should be in the dictionary. I think it is in, I think it now is in the dictionary. No way. But it was like, but I think so. But like, yeah, Tyra Banks invented it and it means smiling with your eyes. Mm -hmm. So yes, my bad. I didn't know Tyra Banks invented it. I'm sure you did. You didn't? No, I didn't watch America's Next Top Model. Oh, geez. That was a great show. I know. I, I That's what <laughs> I Tyra hear. was like my favorite. I loved Tyra. I watched her talk show every day. Did you really? <laughs> I th I'm pretty sure I recorded it. Is she just like kind of wackadoo? She's insane. She's hilarious. <laughs> She's such, and she was the best because she would always like have interviews on and turn every conversation back to herself. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a model in Paris, blah, blah, blah. It was like, girl, that is, that is the loosest connection you could possibly make. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It sounds like her and I have a lot in common. But I love Tyra. <laughs> Winston asks if they should get together to do the budgeting later. And Goldie retorts that she'll do the budgeting and he'll watch, you mean? Ooh. Either way, she is down as Zoe smizes in the corner. <laughs> Goldie says she can't wait to budget with him and he calls her a clever girl. <laughs> I mean, he called her smart, but I, <laughs> I liked the... Isn't it from, it's from Jurassic Park, I think. I don't clever know. girl. Oh, God. I'm pretty sure that's what it's from. But anyways, Winston walks away as Zoe, who knows how strict Goldie is with her inability to even touch a boy because <laughs> of her religion, asks Goldie how long she's had a thing for Winston. Goldie is like, what? Oh my God, no, no way. <laughs> but Zoe presses, saying that they were totally flirting. Goldie continues to insist that they're just friends, but Zoe wants to know if he knows that. 
Winston returns with some non-alcoholic bubbly for toast to their prom theme proposal. To Goldston, <laughs> their apparent couple's name. They're Jurassic's newest power couple. Oh, they and they <laughs> would be, though. They would be a power couple for sure. Goldie looks uncomfortable. Yeah. It's really interesting because that was so clearly flirtatious. Like, mm-hmm. how, how does she not, like, I don't know how you could flirt and not know you're flirting because I feel like you'd only be flirting if you were attracted to the person. Yeah. Like she doesn't have a flirty personality. No, exactly. Like she's so business that it's weird that she wouldn't notice that she was like tee heeing Mm -hmm. about shit with him. Like I don't know. Yeah. I mean it's definitely like totally out of her character to be flirty whatsoever. So. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm a little confused. There's a lot of a lot of like stories on tv and movies are like people don't realize they have feelings for someone else until someone points it out yeah i don't know i think i yeah i don't think that's real (laughs) i don't think it's ever happened to me but yeah i'm not like but i was pretty aware of who i had a crush on so because if that's how things work when your stepmom pointed out that what if me and your stepbrother ended up together (laughs) like if that's how things worked i would have been like what (laughs) I am attracted to my cousin. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I never realized it. Thank you for pointing it out. Oh my god. Um, but no, no, no. I there was no realization that I was flirting with my cousin because <laughs> he is my cousin. Oh, Jesus. Even if it's not by blood, <laughs> by marriage is enough for me to say no thank you. Right. I think I'll pass. This was not how I was in prom committee in high school, actually. Mm-hmm. This is not how we did it. We did not put on a fucking <laughs> smoke show for (laughs) I think we like all came up like uh, I don't know we came up with like themes and then I think like there was between the themes and like the what we wanted the song to be Mm -hmm. it then went down to like four choices and then we had like like a homeroom where everybody in the class voted right and so yeah it was like a a voted decision and I was pissed because my mind didn't get voted oh no I don't, well, my song didn't get voted. I don't remember what my theme was. My, because uh, I want to say, I don't know. I think my theme was like old Hollywood or something mm-hmm. like that. Because I was always trying to do like 1950s. <laughs> and everybody else was like, cut it out, weirdo. I don't think we had a theme. You probably did. It probably was just like understated. It might have just been like stars. Right. Starry night. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sometimes they are just like starry night. <laughs> It's nighttime. <laughs> That's the theme. Remember back when that graduation song by Vitamin C came out and literally every single, <sighs> like, every single graduation had that yep. as the song they played? <laughs> Listen, can I be embarrassing for about the umpteenth time in my life yeah. in this podcast? <laughs> when that song came out, I was in fifth grade. And when I tell you I cried real ass tears because I was going to miss my fifth grade class, even though we were all going up to middle school. But like, I guess it was like some people in elementary school weren't going to go. They were going to go to private school Mm -hmm. for middle school. So like some of my friends weren't coming, but like also you were going to get mixed with the other elementary schools. Yeah, we did too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, I I really wept real ass <laughs> tears for my fifth grade class disbanding into to that song. <laughs> yes, like I remember being like driving in the car with my mom, and like it would come on the radio, and I'd no. be like, "As we go on, we remember." 
Yeah, yeah. Miles and Tristan with his walker. Tristan is sporting a new fugly fashion choice for the season, in my opinion. These blue tinted glasses indoors all the time. (laughs) Yes, I fucking hate them with my every very being. I, I just... And they're they're there for the rest of the season, I'm pretty sure. If I recall, oh there that's that's his thing. And I don't fucking get it. I mean, he's always had pretty bad style. Yeah, but I just don't like what is this? What is this? <laughs> you're instead of seeing the world through rose colored glasses, you're going with just blue. I don't I don't know. <laughs> Tristan is telling Miles about how he's only attending one class a day before being escorted to physical therapy and asks Miles is jelly because he should be. Which Miles was like, I'm only jealous of your physiotherapist who gets to touch you. But really shouldn't be weird because that is a child. (laughs) Mr. Mitchell calls Miles from behind. And while he is sorry to interrupt the gay love, he asks for a moment of his time. He explains that a friend of his who works at the London Academy of the Arts, which is one of the most amazing writing programs in Europe, is in town and asked if he knew any outstanding students that might be interested in the last available spot in the program this fall. (laughs) Miles is like, uh, you mean me, right? Now, Tristan may not be quick on his feet, but he is quick with the sass, modesty boy. (laughs) Mr. Mitchell asks if he's considered doing any writing programs, but he hadn't. He just found out that he got into Queens for business, whatever that is. But Mr. Mitchell wants to set up an interview. Miles isn't sure he's good enough, but duh, stupid, he wouldn't be asking you if he didn't think you were good enough. So fuck it. Set it up, Mr. Hot Sauce. He'll prep all night tonight for it. Mr. Mitchell comments that the world needs to hear his voice as he walks away. <laughs> we need another I am hope. Right? It was a smash yep. success. Right, the next one, the next one's going to be about drug addiction, and it's going to be called I Am Dope. <laughs> good one, right? That's a good one. <laughs> I just thought of it. It's so going it to be a great. really cool guy, though. Yeah. So it's like a double meaning. Ooh. <laughs> Somebody else who is dealing with depression, and it's I Am Cope. I thought of Cope, but I was like, I don't know how to fit that in. <laughs> and then there's one about changing your religion. I am Pope. <laughs> what would be I am Nope? <laughs> <laughs> it's about Leslie Nope. <laughs> exactly. And then one um, about somebody who uh, is having difficulty deciding what color to wear, and it's I am Tope. <laughs> I could go on. I could I could go on for hours, but I'll stop because clearly <laughs> – I've got to save some of the comedy for other people in the world because this is great. <laughs> Killing it. Killing it. Are we recording? Because, oh my God, this is perfect. <laughs> okay. Now we're going to cut to the nerd squad as they all pose for a picture while saying, all inclusive. <laughs> Hunter sounds so like half hearty. He's like, everyone say all inclusive. All inclusive. <laughs> Yeah. He's so reluctant to be like why socially aware. This is like the stupidest thing. I mean it is. Because <laughs> right. Them saying all inclusive, it's like it just sounds like they're on a vacation resort in the Bahamas. <laughs> like, do you guys know? The alcohol's free. I don't know. That's not what their group is all about. Their group is not about inclusion. Anyways. I mean they've adopted that, but But as we think... see how the rest of the scene plays out. Yeah, they're not that inclusive. <laughs> 
it is not a group for everybody, especially if you're not adhering to gender norms. So <laughs> the girls peace out quick after the picture is taken because Yael has a test to cram for. Hunter calls to her that she's going to frag that test, which apparently means deliberately kill. Oh, see, I got, a, when I Googled it, because okay. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I got a successful kill in a deathmatch game. Mm, okay. I mean, in general, that was just the writers trying to like incorporate nerd speak and I they know. probably are nerds. So. I meant to ask this guy that I'm dating, I wanted to be like, have you heard the word frag before? Is that a thing? Because he's a gamer and I wanted to be like, is that, is that real? Is that real? I mean, I don't really play that kind of game, but like I... I know a lot of gamers. I've never heard it before. Hunter is ready to post the picture for the yearbook. No need to even look at it because it's probably fine. <laughs> they took one. They took one photo. <laughs> it's, it's really real, like bad. even like fucking uh, <laughs> Lola's making a weird face too. Like it's not. It's not a great photo. Yeah. I don't know why Yael has her arm like that in the first place, unless she was purposely like I'm showing off my armpit hair because I don't know why she was posed like that. It was. It looks very a, unnatural. It sure did. You think it would be like no no crunch crunch together, mm-hmm. but no, they were just like let's spread out and. Let's like yeah. <laughs> I'm imagining. Is it? Um. Oh my God. What's? Is it Janet Jackson who has that pick that cover where like the guy's holding her boobs? Yeah. And she's got her arms up. Like that's ba- like Yael might as well have done that with like Lola holding her boobs in her new bra. Oh my God. Like being like this is how it fits. And Yael just was like armpit hair out, arms up. <laughs> Look at that hair. Hunter, hold my armpits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But VJ is like, oh my god, you guys, look at this. Yael has armpit hair. The guys are like, ew. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And it's weird because like, why does VJ give a fuck? Right? Like, you're gay. Who cares? Like, you you of all people should be like, yeah, who fucking cares? Right. Like, whatever. You know, I thought he was getting somewhat woke with that whole uh, person power, people power, but Mm -hmm. apparently he's- All in- Exclusive, my ass. You cannot be a woman with hair. It's nope. disgusting. Nope. It's it's unhygienic on women, but on men, like somehow it doesn't collect dirt or grime no. or whatever they think that happens when it's, it's fine. on women. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Baz notes that he didn't know that Hunter was into Wookiees, oh, which prompts Hunter to push him and says, if you heroes want to tell Yael to shave her pits, be his guest. Apparently, he hadn't noticed the hair up until this photo, although by the length of the hair, she's clearly been growing it for a while, so it's weird that it's news to Hunter. She just keeps her arms down a lot. Yeah, I just met her walking like a penguin. (laughs) It's like, Yael, can I have a hug? And she just like leans in with her shoulders and like arms down, like, nope, I'm not going to lift these arms up. But also, she's not generally wearing sleeveless shirts anyway, so this whole thing is like... Usually yeah. she is like basically in a turtleneck, so mm-hmm. I don't know. She's just really proud and she wants to show it off, so. Which is fine, but it's just interesting that Hunter hasn't had not noticed it up to this point. Oh, definitely. <sighs> VJ says that he could Photoshop it out before submitting it if he wants, but Hunter isn't sure what she'd say about it. Baz is more concerned about what everyone else will say about it. He thinks their reputation for only having hairless girls in their club is on the line. <laughs> and Hunter <laughs> contemplates. <laughs> Our reputation is on the line. Like, what? You're not known for, like, your hot chicks. That's like. what we're known for. 
but that's what they're known for. You know what I mean? <laughs> like fucking hottie hot hots yeah. are, you know, hairless minxes. Wear a bunch of tens in this group and her armpit hair takes her down to a five. Sorry. If you don't think that Baz thinks he's a 10, Baz yeah. 100% <laughs> thinks he's a 10. I mean, he now thinks his dick is a 10, so that's enough. Oh my like. God. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. He's like, listen up, fives. My dick is speaking. Yeah, I mean, these boys automatically are like, is something wrong? Like, Yeah, it's just... It's not that deep. No, it's not. And like, I know it was funny, actually, I was thinking earlier, because, you know, we're on Skype chatting, Mm -hmm. and you like lifted your arm for something, and I was like, oh, hairy armpits. (laughs) 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 Disgusting. What is wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Ugh, ugh, gross, Jesse. Ew, oh, God, I can't. I can't even look at you when I'm bombing my mouth. Oh, it's so gross. Ugh. Something tells um, me these guys need to take a trip to Vermont and they'll realize that either we're all crazy bitches or... Oh, my God. Baz and his chinos just, like, like oh, looking around. Oh. <laughs> and he's like, I just, I just ironed this shirt and there's all this armpit hair everywhere. Ugh. Anyways, Rasha is trying to talk chemistry homework to Goldie as she stares off into space. She's distracted because of what Zoe said about her and Winston flirting. Rasha admits that she also noticed it. Goldie is shook. When the fuck have y'all seen us flirting? Rasha has receipts and pulls up the feed where Goldie and Winston were talking about the best cookies until 2 (laughs) a.m. How would you keep that conversation going till 2 a.m.? I don't know. Yeah, he's I like, know. I think this is, I think this is, okay, well, you're wrong, you're wrong, bye. No, you're <laughs> wrong. No, you're wrong. Okay, but I think the bigger issue is that they both have fucking garbage taste in Terrible cookies. Terrible taste. Wh- whose fucking favorite ass cookies are oatmeal raisin or gingerbread? Like, they're I mean, both wrong. Oatmeal raisin, like, isn't great, but gingerbread, gingerbread is the grossest cookie in the whole entire world. Like, <laughs> literally, if you gave me a basket of every cookie... In the world, I guarantee, yes, gingerbread and oatmeal raisin. I'm saving both of those for last, and I probably won't even eat them. (laughs) I mean, I'm trying to think of a worse cookie, and probably, well, no, gingerbread is probably the last, because it's just like a piece of cardboard. It's nasty. Yeah. You build houses with it. (laughs) I know. (laughs) But, like, I'd say white chocolate cookies. I hate white chocolate, so... I like white chocolate. Those are pretty bad. I'd eat an oatmeal raisin before I ate a white chocolate cookie. Well, it's a good thing that my gentleman caller has arrived because I can't entertain this nonsense. I love white chocolate. We're going to have this conversation until 2 a.m. on Facebook. So. Get ready, y'all. This <laughs> podcast took a fucking turn. We're not talking about Degrassi anymore. <laughs> We're going to go back and forth. Which is worse, oatmeal raisin or gingerbread? Or white chocolate. A two-hour discussion. <laughs> or white chocolate. Okay, all right, fine. Do you remember the like low-key fight that... I, I don't even know if it was a real fight, but I got into like a low-key fight with my brother-in-law's sister because Bethany made a status about how her husband, Greg, brought home a cookie for her. And he was like, I got you a cookie. And she was like, oh, yay. And then it turned out that it was oatmeal raisin and oh, Bethany no. was displeased, <laughs> right? And so like what Greg's sister was trying to say is she was like, it was just nice that Greg brought her a cookie. Like, oh, why no. can't we focus on the niceness of it? And I was like, no, listen, I know he's your brother, <laughs> but I know my brother-in-law. 
Because he the way he posed it is like somebody went around in the office and was like giving out cookies. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is what fucking happened. Somebody handed that man an oatmeal raisin cookie and he said, yuck, I don't want to eat this oatmeal raisin cookie. <laughs> but I will bring it home and give it to my wife oh, no. and act like it's a gift. And it was not a gift because I'm guaranteeing if that was a chocolate chip cookie, he mm-hmm. would have eaten it. <laughs> he would not have brought that home for Bethany. Oh my God. So that was my point. And she was like, but like Greg just did a nice thing. And I was like, no, (laughs) the intention wasn't, the intention wasn't, I brought home my wife a cookie. It was, well, I'm not going to eat this. So maybe she will. I feel like. You didn't want to waste it. I feel like when someone gives you a really like shitty thing like that, you're like, it's worse than if you just didn't give me anything. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) I have to pretend to like it. (laughs) Right. No, I had a. I had a boyfriend many years ago who gave me some really ugly jewelry and I was like, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to wear this. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I don't even remember what it looked like. I think he ended up taking it back. Like, I, w- I wish I could have been like, no, I don't wish I could have been nice because I didn't want to wear some ugly ass jewelry that I didn't like. So <laughs> I just kept it real with him. Goldie doesn't understand how that conversation is flirtatious, but it's not about what she said. It's about the fact that it went on until 2 a.m. That means y'all are lying in bed, thinking about each other, and talking. (laughs) That's the implication. They didn't say that, but I said that. Rasha asks if she smiles around him, but Goldie smiles around Rasha, too, as they both sarcastically smile at each other, and Rasha insists (laughs) that it's different. But Goldie disagrees. It's a special smile. Yeah, right? (laughs) She's like, I smile at you, you lesbian. She's like, yeah, but you're not in love with me. (laughs) Goldie disagrees. They're all just friends. But does Winston know that they're just friends? Goldie is positive that he knows. Just then, she gets an oomph chat from her friend. Except this pick happens to be of his dick. And she gasps and drops the phone. Yeah. Rasha picks it up to see what the hubbub is all about. And also sees the picture of his little Winston. Goldie is visibly upset. Oh, Poor Winston. Yeah, Winston. Did he get the memo? Apparently not. His little Winston. Oh, no. I just don't know. You got you got a dick pic story? No. No? You don't but have any dick pic stories? No. Really? Yeah, I'm trying to think. How have you evaded the dick pic? I don't know. I've never asked for one. Well, I've, I've never, never asked for one either, but they just show up sometimes. I've never gotten one. Do you want me to send you one? No. <laughs> I mean, I, I've seen them on, what was that old chat room? Uh, <laughs> that one that, like, y- you just get random people and half the time you see someone. Oh, chat roulette? Yeah, chat Yeah. Yeah. You, like, every oh once God, in a while, yeah. it's like, oh, there's a dick. All right. Yeah. But my last roommate no. and I did chat roulette once, and... Uh, like, I, every time we'd get a new one, like, we'd try and do something, like, where I'd pretend like I was going down on him, and the guy would be like, all right. And then I'd come up to me smiling and was like, ha ha, psych. <laughs> I wasn't sucking his dick. Ha ha. Because we, you know, had a lot of time on our hands, but. <laughs> no, like, I, I just never got him. Like, I feel like I had, had a tendency to date, like, shyer guys. Mm. So maybe that has something to do with it. But also, I was in long-term relationships, yeah, so. well, lucky you, because every now and again when I, and I even like would preface when talking to guys on Tinder, don't like, send me a okay, dick I'm going to give you my, yeah, it would literally be like, I'm going to give you my number, don't send me a dick pic. Right. Because sometimes they just fucking would. Yeah. No, one time, 
many years ago. This is just, I mean, I guess I was just really going for a Hail Mary, but I got rear-ended, really ca- like casual, no, mm-hmm. not rear-ended. They were switching lanes and they just kind of like brushed against the corner of my car and like yeah. we both pulled over. There was no damage. I was like, oh yeah, it's fine. And it was a guy and he was like clearly very relieved and I was like, yeah, yeah, it's no big deal. Oh, no. Um, there's no damage, like whatever. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, he was cute. I should have like <laughs> gotten his information, right? So I was oh, just no. like, you know what? You know what? Fuck it. Let's make a Craigslist ad for like a misconnection. No. <laughs> so yeah, I made I made a Craigslist uh, misconnection. Was like you you accidentally hit my car, but like you were cute. If you if you know who this is, like fucking send me an email with the color of my coat. <laughs> and I got and I didn't include a picture of myself or anything, yeah. but like I got like one dick pic. I got a message that was like. It wasn't me, but I wish it was. I'm like, y'all don't even know what I fucking look like. Agreed. Like, what the hell? Dudes so, on the internet are insane. Like, oh, they're they're just, just looking uh, for any excuse to hit on anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Please look at my dick. Please. Yeah. Right? I don't it. know. Like, I I feel like most most women, not all women, but most women are like, I don't need to see that. Like. <laughs> yeah, like I I mean, I definitely know. I've encountered a few ladies in my lifetime that have been like, "Yeah, I like them." And I'm like, "Okay, well, that's fine." Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I feel like you got to give consent oh, on, yeah. on on the dick pic. But yeah, I don't know. I'd rather see it in real life. Yeah. I don't want to like it's never I don't know. It's just always weird. Like it's just I don't know. I just think it's weird. I'm like, "I don't I don't need to see." Cuz also like I'm not I feel like because women are generally not as visual as men are. So it's like, you showed me your dick. Cool. But like, you could still really suck in bed. So like, I don't know if that really tells me anything. Well, I mean, that's not the visual that matters to me. Right. Like, I'm not going to be staring at it. Like, Yo, show me that screenshot of your bank account. What up? It serves a purpose. Right. That's about it. Uh, Where are its references? That's what I want to know. Don't show me a picture. (laughs) I don't need a headshot. I was like, let me see some references on how many women you've actually made orgasm. That's what I need to know. Yeah, that's a good one. We need a website for that. Right. (laughs) Right. Miles is FaceTiming with Tristan from his house, telling him about the program that Mr. Mitchell is trying to get him into and how amazing it is and how two grads last year won three BAFTAs, which are the British Film and Television Awards, because I wasn't sure what that was. Mm -hmm. Tristan takes this as an in for meeting Idris Elba. Lord Hollingsworth enters, (laughs) asking if he's excited about the good news as Miles gets off the phone. He knows they're still rebuilding their relationship because he's abusive, but he's super psyched <laughs> that Miles got into Queen's Commerce and wants Miles to have his old Queen's Commerce leather jacket. A sweet leather jacket. I mean, it is a pretty sweet <laughs> leather jacket. Like, I think I'd probably wear it, but. But, like, who gets a leather jacket for business school? I have no fucking clue. Maybe because, like. <laughs> Here you go, you bunch of nerds. <laughs> Look cool in this in this fucking jacket. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. People who go to business school are usually kind of douchey. Yeah. In my opinion, I guess. Sorry I to all our it. business school listeners. <laughs> we have so many. I'm sure we've got a lot. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that's actually our main demographic. <laughs> but also, why would Miles apply for the school that his dad went to? Like, yeah. he hates his dad. Why would he even fucking bother? Like, I can't even imagine that he would entertain the idea of being a business major. Right. I mean, yeah, I don't, when has he ever talked about business? I guess, like, he hasn't talked much about any of his interests up until this point. 
Right. So I don't know. I didn't see business for him, but. Miles is clearly a little hesitant, but he also seems to think the jacket is cool. So <laughs> thanks, Dad. He goes on to say that he has an interview for the London Academy of Arts for the creative writing program. Lord Hollingsworth is like, LOL, you're going to be a writer? <laughs> he goes, Dad, I am writer. <laughs> I am author. <laughs> but besides the play, what the fuck else could Miles possibly have to say? <laughs> Maybe he could talk about the abuse, Daddy. Did right. you ever think about that? <laughs> hmm? I feel like this is a, an abusive way of him being like, you better keep your mouth shut. Mm. Like, you're not going to tell an abuse story because. Right. Oh, I could see it. Yeah. You don't have shit to say, right, Miles? You're going to keep your fucking mouth shut? I didn't look at it that way, but damn. Right? The layers. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I went really extreme with it. But Miles has written more than just the play. But Lord Hollingsworth continues to object by saying that by being a writer, that doesn't pay for convertibles. You know this comfortable life you've grown accustomed to, boy? It's a very hard career. Like his parents would like ever cut him off. That's exact. like, no, exactly. Miles is like the perfect candidate to go to a fucking art school because like it doesn't oh, yeah. matter. They're not, he's going to have a roof over his head no matter what. They'll probably pay for the whole fucking thing. Like he oh, could yeah. literally go to any school he wants and then dick around and not graduate and his parents would still fucking pay for it. So. I mean, those, that's like how you succeed in art school is you're loaded. Like. Oh, fuck Because yeah. you can, you know, in like film school, I remember like being so behind everybody because I had to work mm -hmm. while going to school. None of them did. And they had all this free time to do what they want. Their parents paid for everything. Mm -hmm. They could afford to PA, which is for the most part, you're working for free. So yeah, they had yeah. the ability to work for free on films. And I'm like, I don't mm -hmm. have time for this. I have to work a real job. I mean, not that it's not a real job, but like a job I get paid for. Right, right. And like, I remember they all succeeded. It was very hard to get ahead in the art industry because everyone wants you to work for free. Yeah. Yep. Like, you like doing it, so I'm doing it as a favor to you. I'm oh, yeah. letting you work for me. <laughs> right. Because the actual, yeah, having to work a full-time job that pays and pursue your art on the side that, like, also can become basically a full-time job. Like, it's just... Oh, yeah. <sighs> as much as I, like, always wanted to do theater, it was exhausting to think, like, okay, mm -hmm. I have to go to... For I have to work 40 hours on top of, like, honestly, you're talking four hours... Three, four hours of play rehearsal a night. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's at least four or five times a week. So an additional 20 hours. Like, right. fuck, dude. I, can I sleep? <laughs> can I eat? Can I function? No? Okay, cool. Yeah, it's definitely like if you have the parents to pay for things, like you can make the the contacts mm -hmm. in the industry. And, you know, you can, yeah. you can intern. You can do all the things that like actually get you a – a paying job down the line mm -hmm. you don't have those things good luck because you yeah you can't sleep you can't have a social life it's yeah. horse pucky <laughs> so miles miles has a great opportunity there his yeah. parents would not cut him off right so, so shut the fuck up lords hollingsworth <laughs> his dad says that it's a very hard career do you really think you're good enough miles says he was good enough to at least get the opportunity i mean suck my dick dad all right <laughs> I feel like getting an interview isn't that. Like, I'm sure a lot of people interview. <laughs> yeah, I'm just point. saying. Wow. Yeah, but like, I think it's just because she posed it as like, um, 
Mr. Mitchell, do you have any outstanding students? Right. And he was like, I know just the mediocre white man for the job. <laughs> like, listen, kid, being bisexual, that's all you've got. Fucking cling to it. He's boring Nobody wants well. your bullshit, your rich boy bullshit. All right. Out by the pool of the Hollingsworth Hamptons, Hunter is sitting by himself on his laptop as Frankie hangs out with her new BFFs, Zig and Esme, in the background. Hunter asks them if they would get rid of armpit hair in a photo of themselves. <laughs> Frankie and Esme say yes, while Zig says no. Unless he was a chick, then yes. <laughs> Esme comes on over to help, as Hunter says he's trying to fix Yael's armpit hair. Esme thinks he's making a mess of it, actually, and insists on doing it for him. She just, like, swipes it. That's what I'm saying. Off. I'm like, she like basically <laughs> shaved it for her. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm like I don't know what I don't know what Hunter was doing, but like yeah. Esme was just like click. There uh, you go. As somebody who photoshops things, it is not that easy. It's not how that works. Okay, well, I, no. as somebody who's never photoshopped anything in her life, I was like, that looks right. That's accurate. But yeah, also he's like Hunter is a computer nerd. Wouldn't he like I feel like he would know Yeah. As 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 May puts it, I think he'd know how to trim the hedges. <laughs> but anyways. Uh, what else should she Photoshop? Hunter is like, uh, is there other stuff I should be fixing? <laughs> Which prompts Frankie to be like, Oh, you dumb boy, you. Frankie thinks that they should fix her eyebrows, remove blemishes, and add some contouring. You know, Thanks, all the Frankie. things. Yeah, all the things that Yael would totally want for her picture. They do not know Yael. No, not at all. Apparently, Esme has been doing all of this while Frankie talks about it, which prompts Hunter to say, it doesn't even look like Yael anymore. Like, she was naming things and, and all of a sudden it was just done. Mm -hmm. So, anyways. So, I'm just over here like, when will people learn to not ask Esme for advice? Mm. Like, why didn't he ask Lola, maybe? Like... Yeah, I don't know. But also... Lola would probably be like, no, you know, yeah. that's just not her thing. I think the better question is what the fuck is Zig doing at that house and even talking to Hunter when just like a season or two ago, Hunter had his oh, yeah. ex... Like he's pissed at fucking Sod right. for being around. But like you realize that this... It, if you trace back the roots to, like, Maya's depression, mm -hmm. maybe start with the fact that, you know, at one point she was fucking swatted and was being attacked yeah. on the internet and got doxxed. I feel like everyone everyone pretty much forgot that once they started being all-inclusive. Yeah, you're right. Now they're cool. <laughs> it's fine now. But anyways, I'm like, how is, how is Zig gonna, like, try and, like, fuck up Sod, but, like, nah, Hunter's fine now. Whatever. Anyways, Esme is like, duh, no one has posted an actual photo of what they really look like online since like 2005. Yeah, I've been fucking up. I've been posting real <laughs> pictures of myself and not photoshopping, so I fuck. There was a time when I used to photoshop out like pimples and shit. Really? Yeah, but like Jesse. Now that I don't use my computer as much, like I post I have a picture on my phone and I post it on Instagram. I'll put a, like a filter over it. I don't even use filters. But yeah, but like I'm not I'm not meticulously photoshopping anything out at this point. But I was also like very insecure person. So I definitely mm. like would photoshop to a degree, but like definitely not the level they're doing to Yael. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I always think it's interesting, especially when you come across somebody on Tinder or like any dating profile and all their pictures are filtered and you're like, mm -hmm. you know when I meet you in real life, <laughs> I'm gonna see the real you. So like I mean, well the filters I that? use I use like 
colorful filter, you know, like mm-hmm. just to make the picture like look different than like a regular picture. It's not really like necessarily I look so much better in this filter. Just like I like the way this colors look, you know. You just like sepi, sepia, sepia tones, sepia tones, sepia tones. Oh no, that's the only. That's no. the only. Not not. That's the only filter tones. I can think of. But. <laughs> I like like Hudson and Crema. Oh, that sounds like a nice sauce. <laughs> Hudson yes, and I'll cre- take the the pasta with the Hudson Crema sauce. Mm. <laughs> it's, I mean, I guess you know, in regards to filters and stuff, it's like I like to imagine that my nephews love calling me mm-hmm. on Instagram. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, on Facebook Messenger, um, because they like talking to me, but really they just like playing with the filters, like. <laughs> They'll call me and I'll be like, hey, how's it going? And like Marshall won't say anything. He'll just start playing with filters. And I'm like, you motherfucker. (laughs) Don't you want to talk to me? No, you don't. You just want to look at the filters. You want some puppy ears. (laughs) I know. At least least Carter will feign. Hi, auntie. Hi, auntie. And then he'll play with the filters. Like he says hi. Marshall is like right down to fucking business. And it's like (laughs) doesn't even say hi. Just starts doing filters. And I'm like, god damn it. Don't you love me? (laughs) Frankie says that everyone wants their best versions of themselves online, so Photoshop is key. Yael will totally thank him for making her look like a totally different person. (laughs) Hunter goes along with it because apparently he has no idea who his girlfriend is. Right? They've been best friends for like ever. Yeah, he should. He really should. Oh, boy. But, you know, Hunter is, he's a Hollingsworth, so... Mm. Miles is meeting with Mr. Mitchell to discuss the upcoming interview. He continues to press Mr. Mitchell for confirmation that he's a good enough writer, but Mr. (laughs) Mitchell just wants to know what kind of ideas he's got to share with the interviewer. Miles shares one that he thinks doesn't suck as much as the other ones. It's about World War II, (laughs) but if they had social media back then, Mr. Mitchell is oh very my God, impressed. amazing. Listen, all it would be would be people calling Hitler fake news oh and my the God. gas chambers a conspiracy. Well, this is what I'm saying. Like, this is literally the most basic-ass high school-sounding oh idea. Honestly, I feel like, you know, as, like, I've taken a lot of writing classes and stuff throughout mm-hmm. my college experience and whatnot, and, like, a real, like, a really pedestrian trope if you will (laughs) like kids will try to write things about like being homeless but they have no idea what it's like to be homeless you know what I mean like kids like young kids love to write about shit they have no idea about and and it's it comes through as like blatantly obvious like I I think the reason why his I am hope was such a smash hit is because (laughs) he was writing about what he knew about right like that's where you should start. Write Isn't about what like, you know. Yeah, that's like the main yes. thing that people are told. Like, write what you know. Yeah, exactly. And Miles like, goes straight for, <laughs> I know what World War II was like. It's going to be great. He like, he read and the like, diary okay. of Anne Frank. He's like, I got this. <laughs> I got this. I got this. I can imagine what she felt like hiding in the attic. <laughs> I know exactly what she would say on social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Can you, Anne Frank is like day 47 in this attic LMAO board <laughs> yeah Jesus Christ mm-hmm. anyways it's funny because it's probably going to happen here again yeah. love history repeating itself Sweet. everything is fine in America <laughs> Mr. Mitchell thinks that he should talk about that idea but follows up with telling him that he should just relax because they're already looking for people like Miles. But Miles is confused. People <laughs> like him? 
yeah, dude, this is a diverse applicant spot. Didn't you read the website? Because he like literally Miles like apparently scoured the program, but he didn't read oh, yeah. about what they were looking for. Anyways, Miles is like, uh, I'm a rich white guy. What are you talking about? But Mr. Mitchell means the gay youth part of his identity. <laughs> Miles looks irritated as Mr. Mitchell asks if he's dating Tristan. Which Miles is, but he's also dated girls. <laughs> but it doesn't matter how he identifies. <laughs> I'm the rock now. Um, <laughs> because his work speaks loud and clear to who he is as a person. Miles is pissed. He got his shot because he has a boyfriend and not because he's a good writer. But, like, Mr. Mitchell literally didn't say that. Right. Like. <laughs> he keeps reassuring him that he's a good writer. Like. Right. How, how many times does he have to tell you, Miles? Like, Christ, fishing for compliments. How, how many times does this black male teacher have to tell you, <laughs> this medi- mediocre white boy, how fucking amazing you are? Right. You're great. You're great. Like, You're oh, so my God. You're so unique. Right, you little butterfly. You're going to do great. Spread your wings and fly, Miles. You're so talented. (laughs) But the real reason Miles is upset is because he knows that his dad definitely won't take his writing seriously if he finds out that he got in on a diversity spot. And he storms out of Mr. Mitchell's because he has class. Unlike (laughs) everyone else in school, including Mr. Mitchell, who clearly has a free period, followed by another free period. (laughs) Miles is a giant baby. I know. <laughs> yeah. I get an opportunity. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Like, I just, I don't know. I don't know. It's a very white boy like reaction. Because, mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. I feel like anybody else would be like, oh, sick. Yeah, sweet. Right. And I don't know. He's just got to make a fucking fuss. Whatever. I mean, he's just used to endless opportunities. So he doesn't mm-hmm. really appreciate what's out in front of him, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Mm <laughs> hmm. Winston is settling in, ready to work on this supposedly super hard budget. (laughs) Hard as his dick, that has yet to be seen. Degrassi loves the unintentional innuendo. Oh, they fucking do. Yeah, for this iteration, oh yes. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, these writers love a dick joke. (laughs) Goldie is clearly uncomfortable and Winston asks her if something's wrong because they were having fun yesterday. Goldie insists that she's fine, but wants to just get this done. Winston pats the seat next to him. Come on down, sweetheart. (laughs) Sit next to Grandpa Winston so you can see these spreadsheets, baby. (laughs) Goldie insists that she's comfortable where she is on the opposite side. So Winston decides to come to her then because he needs help making his column bigger. (laughs) Well, like, dude, it's really easy. You just drag the column over. Listen, he can never find the menu. He can never find the menu, Jesse. You don't need a menu. You just drag it over. Anyways, Goldie (laughs) is like, what the fuck? Make your column bigger? (laughs) Ah! She's upset. Goldie has had enough. She can't do this and walks away telling Winston that he ruined everything. Winston is super confused. Like always. He can start a new spreadsheet. (laughs) When is Winston not confused? I know. Poor Winston. Oh, he's so innocent. (laughs) Yeah, Ellen Baz are chilling in the hallway as Hunter approaches with a printed out yearbook page proof of their gaming club commenting that it's expertly touched up. (laughs) Baz calls him an artiste. (laughs) Yeah, right? Perfection. (laughs) 
Look what you did to your girlfriend. You, you did a great job. He gives that photo five out of five chef's kisses. I know. Oh, my God, though. I wish it was, like, even worse. Like, I wish they had, like, made her boobs bigger and, like, oh her my. waist small. Like, you know what I mean? I yeah. wish they had, like, re- like put, like, a fucking thigh gap in there just for They did know, make her, like, very thin, though, I she think. She did look thinner. Yeah. She did look thinner. But I wish they had really fucking gone to town Just, on like, it. whoo, right? hourglass. Right? She's, like, blonde. <laughs> and you're, like, what the fuck? <laughs> new blonde luxurious curly yes <laughs> yes anyways yael is very confused he only made changes to her like, come on hunter just super fucked up oh god hunter doesn't get it she looks great in the picture <laughs> to which baz is like boing he's not wrong baz is easily oh, impressed <laughs> baz is like jerking off in the corner like oh, it's a great picture <laughs> it's true he is easily impressed he's like all right no armpit hair she oh, wears yeah. a, a different bra and he's like whoa have my cotton whoa. candy please yeah exactly um i'm honest to god surprised that baz wasn't like yo can i get that fucking proof though if you're not gonna use it like can i just keep it right thanks but does that mean that she doesn't look good any other time (laughs) hunter remains calm he knows what to say no one uses real photos anymore baby girl it's no big He doubles down by pointing out that if he hadn't changed it, everyone would have seen her armpit hair. As if they can't see it like in the hallway every day. I know. As if she if she raises her hand in class, they're going to see it. Right. And she might like to answer a question every now and again, Hunter. She's got a <laughs> smart mind. Yeah, Elle is like, yeah, so? As if she didn't know she had it. <laughs> Hunter is super confused. Did she purposefully spend weeks not shaving to grow that hair because she wanted it? (laughs) But Yael is not embarrassed by it, if that's what he's asking. She continues to bring the shocking news, stating that she hasn't been shaving her legs either. Baz is clearly disgusted. (laughs) But what's the big deal? They don't shave their pits or legs. I, okay, I'm confused. Okay, I wrote, I wrote like a little like ellipses, not ellipses, that's the wrong parentheses yeah is that i wonder if vj isn't in this scene on purpose because maybe as a gay man he would have defended her right to choose not to shave if she didn't want to but like also he was weirded he out didn't earlier yeah i guess i just don't know why they didn't put him in like it's weird that she's sitting with baz like i don't think she likes yeah. baz so oh definitely not yeah so i don't know why like they were sitting next to each other chilling i don't think she likes him obviously hunter and baz think that they don't have to shave those areas because they're boys Yael is pissed. So because she's a girl, she has to shave? Hunter thought that it was just what girls do. And Baz says that he thinks that what she's doing is brave. Oh, my fucking God. (laughs) I'm really glad that Baz thinks that I'm brave. He does. (laughs) He does. He sees you. That's been my one goal in life, for Baz to think I'm brave. (laughs) Hashtag brave. So brave. Yeah. It's like, you know, when I, a plus-size gal, like... (laughs) Wears a slutty outfit, and everyone's like, she's so brave. And I'm like, yeah, I am. I'm ready to face the ridicule. No, nobody's, nobody's going to say shit. Like, especially when right. you're not in high school anymore. Right. Nobody's going to say shit. Unless you're posting on, like, some random social media platform where it's not, like, just your friends, then people will say shit. But. Right. <laughs> Although, I will say that one time... A few years ago, I was I was walking with um, an ex boyfriend. We were holding hands, and some woman did yell out her window, 
fat as fuck. Oh my um, god. I know. Jesus. <laughs> I was like, huh? <laughs> you should go, yeah, pretty hot and tempting. I can't I can't remember. I think I did yell something, but like I don't remember what. I think I was like, yeah, and he likes it. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, but it was like really weird. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. whatever. I, 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 whatever. It's been a while. No one's no stranger has called me fat in a while, so that's cool. Yeah. This is why I don't put my picture on Twitter though, because oh, yeah. holy shit, if you disagree with someone on Twitter and you have your picture as your profile. Oh, they come for you. Very often they just call you ugly, say some bullshit about the way you look. So currently my picture is of my kitten. There you go. Because I argue a lot on Twitter. Yeah. So listen, Jesse. I don't need that shit. I can only imagine. <laughs> yeah. Twitter I let loose even more than Facebook because my mom's not there. So I think I think you go ham on Facebook. I can't even fucking fathom what you're like on Twitter. Like I I'm imagining you just like raging at the keyboard. Oh, yeah. um, so granted, I, I never get banned from Twitter, but I get banned from Facebook all the time. Yeah. Well, Facebook is more fascist than Twitter. Yeah, definitely. But. Yael is all done with the conversation and walks away, handing Hunter back the proof. Girls, am I right, man? Is I think what Hunter is saying to Baz (laughs) as she walks away. Zoe and Grace are chatting in the foyer as Goldie approaches with the news that she is resigning from prom committee effective immediately. Zoe is clearly confused because she begged for that gig and now she wants to bail on Winston? Goldie reveals that he sent her a picture of his pickle. (laughs) all right grace who is acting as best she can is like but everyone loves pickles like i don't i don't know she's really trying to sell this joke like it was a it was definitely an overreach but eh, you tried girl she read it on the script and she was like this is dumb as fuck but all right i'll try to sell it everyone loves pickles (laughs) yeah I, i don't know anyways also noting that she's wearing her oxygen at school yeah which i assume she's never done before I haven't seen it, and there was no, like, lead up to it. There was no, like, mention that she was extra sick right now. She just happens to be wearing that. Right, and, like... It was a choice. I feel like they, you know, it was... We were made to think that she, like, was going to be telling more friends about her illness, but, like, I didn't know she was, like, coming out to, like, the entire school that she has... Cystic Cystic fibrosis. fibrosis. Sorry. Yeah. I was, like... CF, but I was like, it's not MS. <laughs> yeah, sorry. It's like, there's two letters. Zoe is like, what's the big deal? A pickle from his sandwich? <laughs> no, a pickle from his pants. <laughs> he just pulls a pickle out of his pants. <laughs> I know, right? I wish. I, that would be Trey Winston. Zoe is shocked. She didn't think Winston would do that. Goldie thinks she was right and that she must have accidentally flirted with him and she got what she deserves. But Grace is like, nah, girl, no one deserves a junk pick. Unless they actually ask for it on their own, then, you know, I that was my whole thing. Right. You know, to each their own. It's mm-hmm. fine. If you if you truthfully ask for it and say, please, sir. Just don't do that without any indication that they want that. Exactly. <laughs> Come please, on. Please, sir, send me your dick. <laughs> um, unless you get that text, don't do it. <laughs> Zoe thinks that getting a dick pic seems to be the cost of being a girl these days barf (laughs) she really thought winston was a nice guy grace says it's harassment goldie thinks she's right she'd been so shocked she didn't think about the fact that she didn't consent to this photo it's not her fault it's winston's 
Yeah, get her, girl. <laughs> All right, we are at the dot for the big London Academy of the Arts interview. Blake, LOL, I mean Mr. Mitchell, uh, has told me so much about she you, totally Miles. She has a thing for him. I know, she did. She would, you know. <laughs> oh, they, um, Blake, uh, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, they totally fucked in college, for sure. For She's sure, for sure. into Mr. Hot Sauce. Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, can we blame her? Can we blame her? <laughs> yep. She's been she's been thinking about that D all the way across the sea. Hey, <laughs> she hey. wants to see that pickle. Hell yeah, she does. <laughs> you know she wants a dick pic from Mr. Hot Sauce. <laughs> she was also very impressed with Miles' script for bus crash play, or <laughs> I am hope, whatever. <laughs> bus crash play. Yes, <laughs> she feels that he brought a very outsider's insight to a situation that he and his boyfriend were going through. I'm confused. I don't know that this is a compliment because he wrote it as he was experiencing it. So I don't understand how he wrote it from an outsider's. It was about him. Yeah, I don't. (laughs) I'm like, I just don't understand what she meant by that. A very outsider's insight. She's just full of shit. She just wants yeah, I think sauce and she's like, yeah, I'll go with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, do you have any students and then we can get together for coffee after to talk about your right. student? Yeah, I think that's exactly what she was trying to do. I think she just want, yeah. she's her, They fucked. They fucked for sure. Any real like literary person would look at that and be like, this is bullshit. Wow. So this is a fucking pile of hot garbage. And you're diverse. I see here you have a 401k already somehow and... Oh, here's your trust fund. (laughs) Anyways, Miles admits that the further he gets from that script, the less it does for him. (laughs) Sure, it has the whole queer issue gimmick, but he can do better. What is the queer issue gimmick in the bus crash play? Because I'm pretty sure that it's just about like the conflict of a person being in a coma. Where is the queer conflict? I mean, like Rasha plays coma boy, but she's a girl. Yeah. But they say coma boy. I mean, him just, like, being gay, well, technically in the play being bi. I don't think, this is the thing, is, like, I don't see the way he wrote it as gimmicky. Right. Because, I mean, from what we saw, there was no issue of him being like, am I gay? Am I straight? Am I gay? Am I straight? Like, But it's like, you know, like, you know, straight guys who, like, are desperate to be oppressed or, like, (laughs) why does the character have to be gay mm. why do they have to be black like because people are gay black and different you know like you know go figure they exist in the world and they have stories like, go figure <laughs> so maybe he's coming at it from that yeah she's confused by the use of the word gimmick and miles tries to explain that he doesn't want to pin himself down he wants to be able to tell any story okay so she presses what do you think your unique point of view is then Oh, you mean, what is my diversity, you cunt? Sure, whatever, your bisexuality, like, fucking go off, sir. (laughs) Miles basically turns it into a Catch a Predator episode and says, he's just not all about having sex with boys. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, He's, he's saying this to an adult, so that's why I'm like, this is weird. Why would you say that to an adult? I'm not all about sex with boys. Why would you even frame it that way? I don't know. Like, I'm not I'm not just my sexuality is a way to say it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He posed it in a really I'm not all about having sex Can with boys. Can you imagine having a fucking interview for a college and saying like, I'm not all about sex with boys? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it seems like a bad a bad idea. That's why I didn't get into a good school because I didn't uh, say that. They needed that to we, know. We both should have said that. Damn, my bad. <laughs> Miles just wants to be a writer. Cool. Lay your ideas on me then, brah. Right, like that's what this was about the whole time. <laughs> you made it You made it weird. Exactly. You made it weird. <laughs> Hunter approaches Zig and Tiny. Again, a bold choice in my opinion because Zig at one point did want to kill Hunter. Um, But anyways, <laughs> new plot. Another fine. New plot, who dis? He tells Zig to thank his girlfriend for the absolute garbage advice she gave him. Yael was super pissed about the photoshopped out armpit hair. They both laugh. Your girl has armpit hair? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Canada was more progressive, but... I don't understand. Listen, Tiny was fine with, like, Shay free bleeding <laughs> because feminism, but right. armpit, armpit hair is like, he's like, no, Too gross. far. Too far. Ew. My girlfriend bled on me and I was fine with it, but right. like, ew, I'm pretty <laughs> so gross. They're sorry for laughing, but like, just tell her you don't like it. Problem solved. <laughs> You're allowed to not be attracted to stuff, man. She shouldn't be mad about it. They both sort of jab at each other's girlfriends by saying that Tiny likes muscly girls and Zig likes girls whose teeth are a little too big. <laughs> Which just makes me fucking, oh, that makes me laugh. Because um, she, like, yeah, she does have some big teeth. But, like, she's really pretty, but, like, she does have right. some big teeth. But, like, um, these anyways. are, like, not really choices as much as just, like, what they're, like, what they are. Well, I mean, <laughs> listen, Shay's over here roid raging, so True. she shouldn't be so muscly, but she's She's just, she's got to get into that school. She doesn't have any other options. <laughs> but Zig likes what he likes. Um, apparently, them teeth aren't getting in the way of those blowies. So <laughs> I guess he's cool with it. Zig also says that Tiny likes his chemistry teacher, which is that funny lady, right? That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, is that who that is? I assume. It's not Mrs. Hot Sauce anymore. We haven't seen her right. in fucking years. So... Anyways, that was supposed to be a secret, dude. <laughs> Don't change the subject, you bozos. Hunter wants to know, is he allowed to just ask her to make the change? And Zig is like, uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> Tiny needs more info. Your girl, is she cool? <laughs> the coolest. The coolest. <laughs> uh, then Zig is right. You should be able to talk to her. <laughs> I don't know why I felt so like <laughs> Sopranos. Like, is she a girl? Is she cool? Oh, she's the coolest. <laughs> the coolest. He's like, actually, no, I fucking hate her. She's garbage. <laughs> she's but you so know what lame. I mean? That head game on point. So I'm sticking around. I feel like it is true to a degree. Like, people can't help what they find attractive. But at the same time, like, when you've been with someone forever mm. and there's like a minor change to their aesthetics, like each and it's not that big a deal. Like you generally get over it. Right. Even if it's like not quite your thing. That's my opinion. Like abort mission hunter. Do not fucking do this. This <laughs> no. is a bad idea. You Like if she didn't want it there, it wouldn't be there. Right. You know? If she was shaving it before and now she's not, it's clearly a choice. It didn't just sprout right. up overnight and was like, oh, whoa, where did that come from? Right. No. I she mean, did it on purpose. like, I remember when I stopped shaving and it was like a little while into it and Johnny was like, you stopped shaving. And I was like, yeah, I wanted to. He's like, okay, cool. All right. <laughs> like, 
I'm sure he probably would prefer me not share me shaved. Yeah. I think most men prefer it, but that's also kind of a social construct that, you know. Right. You're indoctrinated into. Yeah. It was just like, oh, you stop shaving? All right. Mm-hmm. Like, and from there on, I'm like, all right. You know, I was a little bit nervous about it because it was like a new thing. Mm-hmm. And it actually like took a lot to like, I didn't want to for a very long time. I always hated doing it, period. Mm-hmm. But but then like I moved to Vermont and I saw all these women who also who didn't shave. And I was like, you know what? If there was anywhere I was going to try this out, here it, it would is. be here. Here so, it is. I'm just going to stop and see what happens. And, and even that, like, it took, like, oh, probably probably like a year and a half at least into living here for me to finally be like, I'm going to do it. And now you're a hairy bitch, and the rest is history. Like, honestly, like, I would, if I could, like, snap my fingers and have, never have hairy legs again, I'd be like, yeah. all right, that's fine. But, like, I actually like armpit hair on women, so. Mm-hmm. Ew, interesting, really. You know. Yeah, I think it's cute, but but hairy legs, like, I'd prefer not to, but I prefer not shaving more, so. Yeah, I mean, it I definitely does make showers take a lot longer, for sure. Oh, yeah. And I just have really sensitive skin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's why I don't like shaving my vagina, because it's like every time oh I God, do it, I'm no. like, it looks like i am got like a herpes outbreak, because exactly. it's like the red bombs are insane, and I'm like, that doesn't yeah. like look cute. I can't, like, I don't think that's what I want to present. Right. Not that there's anything wrong with having herpes. Most of us have it anyways, I think. Um, <laughs> But like, yeah. Yeah. It looks, it just doesn't. I mean. It doesn't look healthy, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but I don't like the look of that either. Like, I've always not mm-hmm. thought that was a good look. I mean, for me personally, you like what you like, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I've always like been all right with that stuff. It's really just, I mean, I like the way where he shaved legs feel. Yeah, that's again, I think that's my thing too. Not enough. Not enough to put in that work by right. these razors fucking. I know. Like if I was rich and I could maybe get like laser hair removal. Oh. I'd probably do it on the legs, but Yeah. The rest is good. Yeah, <laughs> my friend my friend Kaylee, like she doesn't shave. She'll just like every few months, like not super regularly, but every few months she'll just go and get like everything wax and then she'll be hairless oh, for a God, while no. and like yeah. but yeah like doesn't she like she i don't think i don't think she will shave like ever again i don't think she likes right. shaving so she'll just be hairy for like a while and then is like now it's time to wax everything oh my god i could never do waxing that sounds miserable you know it sounds real painful <laughs> it's not i mean i get my eyebrows waxed regularly yeah i've had some other places waxed yeah not for me it's not bad. It's not as bad as you think it it is, but Right. I don't know. When I was younger, I was just so much like more self-conscious about the stuff that I didn't want to do, but that like was expected by society, expected by men. Mm-hmm. And like as I got older and more comfortable and yeah, like saw other people down to do it, I'm like, you know, fuck it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this anymore. So I stopped. But but the men in this episode are treating it like it's such a big deal. Like, there's got to be something wrong. Like, no. Is everything, doesn't... is she mentally okay? Right? Like, I mean, she doesn't like it. Um, yeah, fuck it, whatever. <sighs> Goldie approaches Winston, who is just chilling on the steps, the random steps, I think, outside, like, the auditorium i think is where he's at but Mm -hmm. she looks like blanche Devereaux in her outfit in my opinion she's got like a weird kitten wedge sandal just looks very golden girls 
Winston says that he was going to finish the budget unless she changed her mind, but she cuts him off. How could you do something so disgusting? Winston is very confused, as per usual. <laughs> he can pretend like he doesn't know what she's talking about, but he needs to quit prom committee, not her. Winston would prefer to talk someplace less exposed <laughs> since it seems like Goldie is about to yell at him. Right. She lets him know straight up it's not okay to send unsolicited pictures of it to girls. <laughs> the clown? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you scared the shit out of me last night. Don't send me Tim Curry pictures. <laughs> pictures of what? No idea what she's talking about. Goldie is like, fine, just because I accidentally flirted with you doesn't mean I deserve to receive a no-pants picture. <laughs> it finally dawns on Winston what happened as he rushes to his phone. I could say, I don't know how Snapchat works because I haven't used it in so long, but like, yeah. wouldn't it have disappeared? Would he be able to see the last photo he sent to her? Well, I feel like it stays for like 24 hours. The, okay, I don't, yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. I just don't know how it works. He's freaking out. He clearly did not mean to send it to her as he opens his phone to discover that he did in fact send her a dick pic. It wasn't meant for her though. It was supposed to be for his bisexual pal, Miles, right? who has like, a boyfriend. Miles is into that. Like, he's into that. Yeah. I can't fathom that Tristan would be okay with, with that. Right. Like, <laughs> there's just no way. You'd be like, whose dick is that? What the fuck? Oh, it's just Winston's. No big deal. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, so yes, Beth and Kaylee are married, but I'm not going to send them titty pictures right. regardless of the fact that we're just friends. Right. Like, I mean, I'm not going to send anybody that I'm friends with that yeah, is what? <laughs> so now we know that Miles and Winston are still best friends. Yeah. They're just low-key sending each other dick pics instead of actually hanging out in person. And next to things like staplers and hot dogs. <laughs> I know. Oh, <laughs> god damn it. Like he's getting hot dog water all over his shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's disgusting. Yeah. I, I, it's so weird. Like he's talking about like – being in a fruit basket like does he like did he put his dick on like his mother's fruit basket like <laughs> she just walks in and chomps an apple he's like oh oh no my <laughs> dick was on that apple like 10 minutes ago <laughs> shit like, his dad's I, grilling up hot dogs that night like <laughs> i put my dick in that fucking hate bag of hot dogs <laughs> like winston are you okay oh my god oh my god it's like it's like american pie all over again he's totally like <laughs> fucking the apple pie and sending miles pictures of it and then just letting his parents eat it no big oh no anyways uh, I'm glad we're all concerned about this. I have never heard of men doing this, and Johnny said he would never do that, so. I don't think I know any <laughs> men that do Like, I know in the movie, like, um, uh, Waiting, you know? Yeah. In that oh, movie, they yeah. play, like, the weird, like, show their balls to each other game. Right. I could see that happening more so Still than weird. I can see men sending each other dick pics, especially, right. like numerous dick pics all the time this is just like, our favorite game it sounds to me like maybe miles at some point like <laughs> tricked winston into playing this game so that he could just see dick pics of winston all the time i'm just saying okay imagine if that scene in i am hope went very differently <laughs> we love to play this game <laughs> oh my god uh, at some point during I Am Hope, like, Miles, like, takes his dick out and just puts it on Coma Boy's face. 
I'm sending you this pic later. Sends it to Winston. Sends it to Winston. My best friend will love this. Right. It pops up on the screen because they had like 12 screens. It's like oomph chat. So oomph chat to Lola, but accidentally, I meant it for Winston. Anyways. Oh, Oh the hilarity that would ensue. Anyways, he and Goldie were messaging so much that he must have accidentally sent it to her instead as a reflex. Goldie is very, very confused. But Winston is also very, very sorry. Goldie looks like she forgives him while Winston realizes that she said something about accidentally flirting with him and gets a little closer to her. <laughs> is this really the time? Like, yeah, you can just. Yeah, not your. Don't shoot your shot right here, dude. <laughs> Goldie is now back to uncomfortable after feeling bad and pieces out. Winston can't get a break. He sure can't. He sure <laughs> cannot. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. This next scene. This next scene. <laughs> no. All right. Miles has a seat in English class next to Zoe who asks how the interview went. Hot shot. Miles <laughs> thinks he made a case for who he is and not just being a quota. Jonah's like, huh? Quota? What were you going for? He admits that Mr. Mitchell recommended him for a diversity spot, but that's not his bag, baby. <laughs> reminded me of Boston Powers. Grace, and probably everyone, is confused. Miles Hollingsworth III is getting a diversity spot? They all chuckle. Mr. Mitchell enters just as the bell is ringing. His pal, the interviewer, called, and it sounds like Miles wasn't even the one who went to the interview. <sighs> Miles is pissed. <laughs> he follows Mr. Mitchell to his desk. I'm not diverse, bitch. <laughs> Mr. Mitchell is like, I submitted you because you have talent, you knucklehead. <laughs> now, because of your penis. Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> I'm now not. <laughs> I, anyways, not because you put your penis in buttholes. Or hot dog packages. Or whatever <laughs> random things you're sending pictures to Winston of. That's what makes you diverse. Because you send dick pics to your friends. I mean, I enjoyed this episode about it, so he should probably write about it. Mm-hmm, I agree. <laughs> uh, Miles doubles down as he's wont to do. He's a white guy with a trust fund. That ain't diverse. <laughs> Mr. Mitchell is like, yes, you have privilege. But there are other things about him that make up a unique perspective. <laughs> All right, time to toss out the day's lesson plan, kids. We need to teach exactly one student a specific <laughs> lesson that has nothing to do with English. We really need to hype up this white boy. Like, he we sure do. desperately needs our support right now. <laughs> yep. All right, everyone. Let's all go. Push our desks to the side and line the fuck up. It's time to learn about privilege. Line up, Miles, shoulder to shoulder. Did you notice, like, Indian Jonah, the extra in this scene? Like, there's there was, like, a guy sitting in, like, the front, and he literally looked like the Indian version of Jonah. Like, he I had, like, not. the same, like curly like windswept hair and i was like i need to know more about indian jonah Mm. i want to know his story (laughs) because he looks like he's i bet you he's like got all the same cool interests as jonah but probably isn't a dick Mm, i could see it so now for the exercise if you are able to show affection to your romantic partner in public without fear of bullying take one step forward so hunter cannot take one step forward (laughs) You're right. Good thing he wasn't in this class. Good thing. Because that would have been confusing. Because he would have been like, yeah, my girl's got that uggo armpit hair. I'm getting bullied right now. Because my reputation is at stake. Everyone but Miles and Zoe step forward. 
If your school's holidays coincide with the religious holidays you celebrate at home, take one step forward. Everyone we can see in the scene steps forward on this one, but Miles looks upset. He's like, I know what this is about. Like, he's literally, he's like, I'm going to shoot up the school. Right. Shoot up the school. Like, you know what I mean? He's contemplating it. Like, I'm going to start with Mr. Mitchell. I'm going to do it. Okay. Yael is all by herself working on something as Hunter enters, wasting no time. I want you to shave your armpits. <laughs> Yael is just like, wow. He's sorry he changed the picture without asking her, and he talked to the yearbook guys, and he resubmitted the untouched photo, but he wants to be honest about how he's feeling, which is healthy, I guess. <laughs> he does not like the armpit hair, but what if Yael does? Do you? Hunter wants to know. Yael isn't exactly sure, though. <laughs> right. She's like, ah. She's testing it out, you know. She's like, eh, see if I give like it a whirl. It. Yeah. Hunter wants to know what's up. It's more than just saving money on razors. She's been acting differently lately. Ever since she got that first bra. <laughs> Yael admits that she felt different. She also doesn't want to make out anymore. But he noticed the binder. It makes her feel more comfortable. But she didn't think he'd actually notice it. But he was afraid that if he brought it up, she'd dump him. Which concerns Yael. But Hunter wants to know if she wants to still be with him. She stands up and plants one on him. <laughs> yes, baby. But she doesn't really know how she's feeling lately, which Hunter can relate to. But she's really... <laughs> I know exactly uh, yeah, what you I don't mean. Know. Like, how? <laughs> what are you talking about? Right. <laughs> what? Huh? He's like, I haven't felt like myself. Like, I know my dick is bigger than Baz's, but Baz doesn't know that my dick is bigger than his. So, like, I don't know. I'm not feeling like as, you know, manly in the group as I should. I think it's more like I'm a white supremacist and I <laughs> am having to say all-inclusive when I take photos now. And I don't know how I feel about <laughs> it. I feel weird. <laughs> She's really glad they can talk about this. And she hopes that they can keep talking about it after school. Because it is an after school right now. <laughs> they just don't have class or anywhere <laughs> else to be right now. But it is school hours. Know. She knows he doesn't like the armpit hair. But they can do that thing he does like together, right? We're like, ooh, what is it? <laughs> um, I was like, ooh, yeah, BJ's in the parking lot. Um, but apparently she's talking about eating sushi and reading comics together. Sweet. She'll do all her best voices. Mm. Wink, wink. <laughs> Which turns out is just her being like, hello. <laughs> I am Batman. <laughs> That's his favorite. I'm surprised she doesn't like dress up cosplay. I think they do. I mean, they did that one yeah. like thing. She's apparently always got cosplays costumes in her locker. So she's ready at a moment's notice to cosplay whenever. <laughs> Back to privilege class with Mr. Mitchell. <laughs> if your parents have ever separated, take one step back. Miles takes a step back. And looks pissed. <laughs> or like he's about to cry. I'm not really right. sure. Like it's somewhere in between. The final question that Mr. Mitchell asks, and, and no one has to answer if they don't want to, but if you've ever experienced abuse, take a step back. Awkwardly, Miles is the only one to take a step back. Like, did he know? Did Mr. Mitchell know he was being abused? Yeah. He like seems to know a lot about Miles' life. He sure um, does. He's so. really catering to his specific issues. <laughs> if your name is Miles Hollingsworth, <laughs> take a step back. Take a step back. 
If you have a trust fund, take a step back. <laughs> Miles asks in front of the entire class, you want me to admit that I'm messed up? <laughs> that my dad's right? Then fine. Uh, now everybody in the class knows that this lesson was totally just for Miles and no one else, but whatever. <laughs> but that wasn't the point of the stupid exercise, Miles. The point was to show him that he has a unique point of view, no matter what. Miles pushes back. My diverse point of view! <laughs> Mr. Mitchell tries to check him. Diverse does not mean lesser than numb nuts. <laughs> but why does it matter if he's bisexual? Why does he need a special spot? <laughs> oh, diversity, you tainted beast. <laughs> Mr. Mitchell, for the thousandth fucking time, oh my explains God, to Miles, Miles Jesus. that he doesn't need it, but there happens to be one and he does qualify for it. His voice is underrepresented, so he should, in fact, Jesus. receive a special spot because they want to hear his perspective so that he can help people. Oh, my God. This is like the opposite of those white savior movies. Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> this black man has to really convince this white boy, like, you uh, are special. You I are know. talented. <laughs> like, I hate it so much. <laughs> Miles questions, like who? That's when <laughs> oh, all the no. kiddos come out to help to help stroke Miles' ego even further. <laughs> Jonah admits that his writing helped him get through the bus crash. And Zoe says that his play helped Goldie accept her and Rasha as a couple. It reached her even though she never told him. Grace also admits that she related to his play even though she's not bi or a white male. But she spent a lot of time in hospitals. <laughs> that one cracked me up. Listen, it, it was in a hospital and I'm always in the hospital. So, so I was like, whoa, really this is my me. life. <laughs> yeah. Just then the bell rings, proving they spent this entire fucking class period focusing on making the white male feel like he's diverse. <laughs> oh boy. Everyone leaves the classroom oh no. as Mr. Mitchell is just like, dude, you're an interesting, complicated guy who has stories to tell. Can you please just get the fuck over yourself? <laughs> well, God. maybe he didn't say those exactly, but that's what he should have said. Honestly, if I was Mr. Mitchell, I would have given up a long time. I ago. know. Like, you're go, not that good a writer. Dude, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Miles finally says, thank you. Jesus H. Christ. The whole fucking period was for you, you dumbass. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is wild. <sighs> it was killed me. I hated yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Rasha and Goldie are walking and talking. Rasha says... It could have been worse if Winston had sent the D-pick on purpose, but Goldie feels like it still messed up the friendship, which may be best because it means that there will be no more accidental flirting. They enter the student council lounge as the lights go out <laughs> and reveals a basket with Christmas lights on it. There are gingerbread men with pants iced on them. And a note that says, because the opposite of no pants is pants. Yeah. I'm super sorry. <laughs> Winston reveals himself as Rasha makes a hilarious exit of being like, okay, cool. See you later, Rasha. Bye. <laughs> I thought her delivery was was great. She's a very sarcastic character. She is. I like I love Rasha. And she leaves the two of them alone. Winston says she knows that he would never send any girl a junk pic, but especially not her. He admits that he really likes talking to her and she likes talking to him. And that's why she got so upset because she didn't want to have to stop. And now they don't have to stop, right? Goldie asks if a guy and a girl can be friends, right? Winston says that yes. 
boys and girls do it all the time. So it's time to celebrate. Let's cheers with a cookie. Winston takes a bite and says that oatmeal raisin is still the best as he's chewing. As Goldie scoffs and continues to just look at the cookie and put it near her mouth without actually taking a bite of her favorite fucking cookie. I hated it. Like, girl, what are you doing? It was so noticeable that she like wasn't eating it. Right. I don't know why the director was like, look, we only have so many cookies. Winston, you're allowed to have a bite of it. Goldie, you need to chill. Don't eat it. Like, we need to reuse it. Do you think the actress just like actually hates gingerbread and she's like, no. Maybe. No, I'm not doing it. Maybe. She's like, I'm going to act like it's on. Is it in my mouth? Is it in my mouth? No, not yet. It's near my mouth. I can smell it, but I'm not going to put it in my mouth. Back at the Hollingsworth compound, Miles thanks Tristan for coming over, who is still wearing those stupid fucking blue glasses. Miles wanted to read the text message he's sending to the interviewer that he just blew up at. Just then, his dad is in the doorway. Not sure if Miles notices him at first or not. It's not really clear. He's being real creepy. Yeah. I also don't know why Miles had to like invite Tristan over for this like why could he just right? like send him a copy but yeah sorry to not to steamroll yes the dad was like creepily like watching in the corner like what that's anyways I hate that too there's yeah. a lot of things to hate this was a, a very hateable episode <laughs> well just Miles's storyline really. yeah 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 <laughs> anyway so it is an apology for the way that he was acting in the interview and an addition that he is just now starting to figure out what ideas he wants to write about His whole life, he struggled with his own identity and if he should do what his father wants him to do or rebel, which has left him afraid to be labeled and afraid to identify as bisexual. But it is in fact a part of him and it is something he plans to explore as a writer. Tristan asks if he means it. It's like, what? Yeah, I don't know. What do you mean? Does he mean it? Y'all have been dating this whole time. Like, are you really, but are you really bisexual? Right. (laughs) <laughs> do yeah. you mean that you're afraid to be labeled do you yeah. mean that do you mean it <laughs> do you mean that you don't want to disappoint your father <laughs> yeah uh, anyways and miles admits that being bisexual is the part of him that lets him love tristan <laughs> i don't know what honestly would let you love tristan i, I don't know i don't know it's I, just like i'm bisexual so obviously i love i tristan. love tristan yeah <laughs> Tristan struggles to get out of the chair to kiss him as Lord Hollingsworth looks disappointed in the doorway. Just watching, freak. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Miles realizes he heard that whole thing and hands him back his queen's jacket. (laughs) His dad gives him a nod and walks away with the coat. End scene. Oh, God. Yeah, so I gave this one 3.5 chef's kisses for the Mm. dick pics, but it was you know, I'm keeping it low because of how much they had to focus on the white man mm. um, and having his ego massaged yeah. into picking a future that he actually wanted anyway. So right. I was conflicted. I said four out of five, but I do like the sound of 3.5 because docking just one point for the Miles storyline. No. It was pretty rough. It was. <laughs> but I liked the hairy armpit representation. Mm-hmm. And I liked the dick pic drama. Yep. Me too. But Miles is such a fucking wine ass. Oh, my God. Yeah. I know. Cry me a river, build me a <laughs> bridge, and get up. over it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, pretty good episode. Pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, what do we talk about next week? Oh, we are going to talk about season four, episode four, hashtag roll up to the club like. Okay. I don't know. I hope I hope Tristan gets a new wheelchair. <laughs> 
to roll up to the club. <laughs> and the club doesn't have a ramp. And then we have a whole episode about it. And, <laughs> and then they petition for a ramp. Let's just do the same storyline again with a different character. I'm here for it. Real quick, though, to go back to the hashtag of this one. I look like a. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know. I look like, okay, okay, okay. I look like a straight white man, but. <laughs> I'm truly diverse. I'm actually diverse. <laughs> Maybe that's what is implied. Uh, Winston looks like a nice guy, but he actually sends dick pics. Mm, see, look at that. We figured it out. <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah, I got nothing. That made no sense. Yeah. Usually, usually it relates to at least one story, but I got, I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. <sighs> okay, so. Got any social media to plug? Yeah, at Carly Joe Gear, all across the board. <laughs> Find me, unless you're a creep, then stop sending me messages on Instagram because I've no I've pics, blocked please. you. Yes, we're giving out our info, but please, for the love of God, no dick pics. No dick pics. <laughs> Luckily, mm. I have not got one. <laughs> I actually, w- I looked through my Facebook messages, um, like the like the hidden ones or whatever, like the requests or whatever, the what they oh, think God. is spam. And I opened one that had pictures and I was like, oh boy, what's this? Yeah. And it was actually just a bunch of like half-naked women and I was like, this is fine. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know what they were going for, but you know, look I mean, at all these women. I feel Good like for them. I got one one time that was like from some random dude and it was like a teddy bear with hearts and sparkles. Interesting. And I remember being like, what? He was sending you a gift. <laughs> It was a lot. Thank you. Should have thanked him. It was a gift. <laughs> All right. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Monday Night Raw or Twitter at Jesse. And you can find us at a social disease across social media platforms. And please review us. Give us five stars and tell us something nice. We have such low self-esteem. <laughs> we need to be reassured like Miles. Please. Are we diverse <laughs> as two straight white women? Are we diverse? I mean. Let us know in the comments. I'm going to put it out there. I'm not all the way straight. Oh. I'm I'm attracted to non-binary people. Okay. So. So pansexual? No, because I'm not. I looked. I've been looking into it. Actually, you could say bisexual because it's two genders. Mm-hmm. But everyone associates that with men and women. So it's a bit complicated. Mm. But, Why can't you just say pansexual because you're per- aller- you're allergic? Oh my god, you're attracted <laughs> to per- personalities. To okay, I, you're allergic to personalities. I'm not attracted to personalities specifically. No? <laughs> All right, well, but, you come up with the right word. Get yeah, back to me. I I have Let not found an, one that I don't have to explain. Yeah, but whatever. Just saying, I'm a diversity hire for this podcast. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I'm I'm fat, so I'm also diverse. Yeah, we have it. All right. Anyways, bye everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to our diverse voices. <laughs> we appreciate it. <laughs> bye. And once again, we're your hosts, Jesse Mack and Carly Joe Gear. And this has been a social disease podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>